it's a great time to get desperate. Right. It's a great time to get desperate and see God do what only He can do. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Hey, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. We are honored again to have your time and a few moments here to really share with you uh, what we're hoping to see happen and what we've been believing for since we began this podcast yeah. for the next great move of God. Well, I'm so excited, Kyle, because we're going to look at a several-week series here just on the necessary, extraordinary yeah. movements right. of God. Yeah. You know, it's really important to know how people operate. Right. I, I want to tell you, if you're a husband— it's a good thing to figure how your wife operates. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought for a second you were going to say figure your wife out. No, no, no <laughs> forget that. That would be. This is bro. If you're if you're about to do a podcast on that, if you I, just get about ten percent understanding, <laughs> yeah, you're worried of the rest of us. <laughs> could you actually do a podcast? Because we would like to watch. Yeah, that yeah. One. <laughs> if you do a whole like a series of that, we'll yeah. watch that. But. But you know, David said, "Lord, show me your ways, Man, yeah. so that I may know you." Yeah. So there's something about just understanding the ways of God. And when we talk about this thing of revival, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people that don't believe in revival. A lot of people know nothing about it, and the, a lot of people that think they know a little something about it, and they get just enough to be inoculated, or to be they hear some story or they that they think, well, that's crazy, and, and they never pursue the Lord in His extraordinary movement. Right. Yeah, and, and once, what God desires is, is to make us aware yeah. of how He's always worked and yeah. what He still desires to do. Yeah. Like what, he still, what, are, what, what moves can you follow across mm-hmm. redemptive history and learn from. Yeah. You know, I know one of those is in a passage today we're going to look at. Yeah, Habakkuk understood this, and, and this is why he comes in this great prayer in Habakkuk 3, and he says this, beginning in verse 1, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet, Lord, I have heard the report about you, and I fear. I think that means I stand in awe. I'm overwhelmed. Oh, Lord, and here's his prayer. Revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. And then he says, in your wrath, God, there's a side of God's justice and wrath and judgment. But in your wrath, remember mercy. Now, over these next few weeks, we just want to give you a a few statements that I pray will lodge in your mind. Here's the first one for this podcast. Revival is our great need whether we agree or not. Revival is our great need, whether we agree or not. Now, you say, Bill, how do you know that? Well, because Habakkuk, who was a prophet of God, came and prayed for revival. Now, God doesn't lead us to pray for things that don't matter. And so this was the cry of his heart. Here's an understanding, God-filled man who says, Lord, we need revival. Revive your work. His prayer was not wasted. He knows that nothing can do what revival can do. 
So you have to think, well, what really is revival? There's a lot of people that, you know, you go down the road and you see revival here tomorrow night. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. What is revival? And, and I love Richard Owen Roberts' definition. He said, revival is the extraordinary movement of the Spirit of God that produces extraordinary results. Now, just that's, those words are very carefully uh, chosen the extraordinary movement of God. So there's the ordinary movement of God. Did you know that you couldn't get out of bed this morning without God? We live and move and have our being because he holds, Colossians says, the whole world together, right? The air, the air that you breathe, the activity of your body, all of that is because of the movement and the general grace of God. His reign falls on the just and the unjust. But there are moments in, in human history when God decides to open the windows of heaven a little wider. And uh, here's how Isaiah say, said it, Lord, rend the heavens and come down. Manifest yourself. Make yourself known in a greater way. These moments are moments when God is trying to bring his people back to life again. That's what the word revive uh, really means. The extraordinary movement of the Spirit of God that produces something, extraordinary results. You know revival because of its fruits, right? And when you see uh, great movements that we'll see in these next few weeks, and great results, you know, God has done that, and it's an extraordinary movement. Jonathan Edwards, who was the principal figure in the First Great Awakening, said, uh, Revival is a glorious and wonderful working of God when the Spirit of God is poured out in far greater and more glorious measure. It's not like just normal life. It's this movement. And I would add one little word to Richard Owen Roberts' definition, an extraordinary movement. I would say it's a necessary extraordinary movement. Say, Bill, why would you say that? Because it's always needed, right? In the, in the economy of God, God knows that there are times when we need to be brought back. There are times when his people need to cry out. There are times when people need to get so desperate that they turn back to him. And there are times when God needs to breathe life back into his church and back into his people. You say, well, why, why in the world is this our great need? If revival is our great need, whether we would agree with it or not. Well, several reasons. One, because of our natural drift. Look, look through the Bible and look through human history and, hey, take a little look at your own life, right? So imagine this circle, and at 12 o'clock, maybe one of those moments when you or the people of God or nation is walking with God. But the problem is we drift. We always fall away because we have these enemies called the world, the flesh, and the devil. So this is just natural. It's not, it's not just something we say, oh, that can't possibly happen. No, it is going to happen in human history. It is going to happen in your life, and that's why we need to be brought back, right? Because we've gone away. 
Why would God say to us in James chapter 4, draw near to God and he will draw near to you? Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your heart, you double-minded. Why would he tell us to do that? Because we draw away, right? So we drift, we go away. And there's another reason why we need it, and, and that is because we're absolutely impotent without it. And one of the things that happens in these extraordinary movements, Martin Lloyd-Jones, uh, a great proponent of revival, says what revival does was show us how impotent our human means of work really are. In other words, we think, well, we're doing great. You know, we built this building. We had this deal. We had so many people come. But then God opens the heavens and comes down and sends mighty movements of his spirit. And we realize, you know what? We're nothing without God. So it reminds us, it kind of puts us back into our place where we need to look for something more than just humanistic Christianity. And there's another reason that I would say, and that's because of the Great Mission. Uh, it's not just our mission. It was his and is his. He said, uh, I've come to redeem the world back to myself. And I've come to gather people from every tongue, tribe, and nation. And I'm going to do that. And I want you to be a part of that. And so I want you to go and make disciples, baptize them, teach them. And I'm going to be with you that all the way to the end. But this is the mission. Yesterday, if my figures are correct, over 167,000 people died somewhere in the world without Christ. 167,000 people yesterday died without Christ. Our great mission is to bring them to Christ and Christ to them. So what God wants to do is to bring us back as a church so that we'll be about our mission. We'll get doing what he's intended for us to do all along. We need revival when our hearts are cold. We need revival when we're prayerless, when we have no intimacy with Christ, or when our work with all the expense and time is producing little fruit. We need revival when lost people are not being saved around us, when our churches are dying, when churches are having little impact on the cultural slide. We need revival when our greatest conversations are about Christian personalities, not the glory of God, or when our denominations are filled with strife and discord and disunity and a party spirit. We need revival when the, the works of God are unknown in recent memory and the world is unbelieving and our best Christians are mediocre. We need revival when our children and our students don't understand the basic principles about walking with Christ or our theological study has become sterile and lifeless. We really need revival when we're struggling in prayer, and it's a duty and not a delight, our worship is manufactured and produced. Our battle against principalities and powers is unopposed, and Satan just marches on. Why revival? We need to understand this, right? 
that revival is our great need. It's the necessary work of God at certain seasons to bring us back to him and put his church back on mission. And I think, Kyle, you know, the we don't understand this. So we don't look for it. We don't pursue it. Uh, we're not ready for it when it comes. Uh, but there's an understanding that needs to come that this, it's very interesting. Uh, Ian Murray talks about this in Revival and revival, Revivalism. In the first 150 years of American history, when the church began to wane, you know what they would do? They would cry out to God. They would repent. We need him. After the Second Great Awakening and really, I think, Finney's influence that revival is just the right means, right use of the right means, which I don't think is true, um, then we said, well, the churches are going down. Let's start a new program. Let's have another event. Let's see what we can do to figure to prop this thing up. But people who understood this saw this more because they cooperated with God. Yeah, and I think I mean, it all comes back to desperation. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you said at the beginning, we need it if you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and ultimately, here's what I think. We will all get to that belief. The question is, will it be too late? Yeah. Will it be too late? You know, like you're, well, eventually you'll wake up and go, oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right. Like, look how far we've went as a culture and society. Yeah. And man, we're real close. Like, I, I, oh, yeah. I wouldn't imagine we have to move uh, much further down a, a, a line of depravity mm-hmm. before ultimate doom and destruction. And so here's the beauty, though, in the Bible. The beauty mm-hmm. is, well, it's a great time to get desperate. Right. It's a great time to get desperate and see God do what only he can do. And so I know, man, those truths, Bill, that was as well said as I've ever heard it, yeah. just the the way that you laid all that out. And so it's one thing informationally to, to know this. It's another thing to start awakening desperation. Right. And so what, I, what I'd like for us to do as we try to do each podcast is let's pray our way into that passage. Yeah. Let's yeah. pray our way into the spirit that we see right, right. there. Right. Ask God to do that in us. Maybe you should lead us into that. I'd Help love to there. do that. Let's let's pray together and and let's just take these this verse, one verse from Habakkuk, and pray this in. Oh Lord, we have heard the report about you. So Lord, we know your word and and we know you give us these great reports all through human history. Would you make us students of your ways? Lord, would you help us understand the reports about you? Would you, Lord, it hit me one day that I could know more about this if I would just listen and if I would read and if I would study your word and study history. Lord, let us be men and women who do that. Because Habakkuk said, Oh, Lord, I have heard the report about you, and I fear. I stand in awe. So, Lord, we pray for a fresh awe, a fresh reverence, a fresh understanding that you can do things, Lord, in times of your manifest presence that nobody can do. No church, no denomination, no seminary can pull off what you can do. And you can do in five minutes more than our best human effort. So, Lord, we pray that we would hear the report. And we would worship, we would stand in awe. And Lord, we pray with Habakkuk 
and millions of people right now across our nation, across our world that are praying this prayer. Oh, Lord, revive your work. Mm. And would you do it, Lord, in the midst of our days, Lord? It could be in the midst of somebody else's day, and it has been. But, Father, we don't want to... We don't want it to pass us by, oh, gentle Savior. Yeah. Lord, we we want to see your work in our generation mm-hmm. and in our days. And so, Lord, we pray for that revival. We, and we pray in wrath, Lord, and we know we deserve it as a people, as a nation. Mm-hmm. Remember mercy. Lord, just be merciful to us mm-hmm. and send your reviving hand. We ask that, Father, so that... Mm-hmm. The mission could go on, and the the rapid expanse of your kingdom could occur, and you would be worshipped and glorified in your name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we're so glad that you're joining us on our One Cry podcast, and if you want more, uh, we can point you to a very easy site to get more. That's onecry.com. Uh, there are all kinds of resources there. There's a place where you can give and contribute to the cause of revival and spiritual awakening. Also, right on the front page of onecry.com are some pathways to, to just hit a button that will take you into all kinds of resources for your personal, your church, or a national, a journey into national revival and spiritual awakening. Just a lot of very helpful tools. So uh, check it out at onecry.com. 